Do you know your brand's perception? We'll learn all about it on today's show. Now, today we've got two killer marketing segments from Mr. Drew Cameron on brand and brand strategy. Drew's gonna talk about the why behind your brand, who you are, and strategy versus tactics. Take it away, Drew. Welcome to Contractor University, powered by EGIA. I am Drew Cameron, and I'm going to be your host for this Marketing Mastermind 360 session. And today we're gonna to talk about brand, and what is it? So let's go ahead and take a look at the slides. So brand, what is it? Brand is a perception. It's a desired perception. It's the perception that we want our customers and the public to have about our company. That's what our brand is. It's a desired perception. The perception that we want to be seen as in the customer's mind or the public's mind. And so 95%, understanding that 95% of all purchasing decisions actually take place in the subconscious of a purchaser, of the customer's mind. And so therefore, what you have to come to realize is you don't own your brand. Because it doesn't matter what you say about what your brand is, it's what I, I as the customer or as the general public who is considering you as a prospect or a suspect, think your brand is all about. So as a company, you no longer own your brand. Your brand is in the hands of the consumer, in the hands of the public, in the hands of the prospects and the suspects that you're trying to attract to your business. And so realizing that, you got to start to think about your brand somewhat differently. Because your inside perception, what you say about your company, better match the outside reality. For example, you can't say that you're this high-quality, customized brand for the mass affluent, and then you go out and start marketing with sale, 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 discount, 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 and you know, uh, you're not answering your, your phone uh, you know, effectively or after hours on nights and weekends, you know, you can't market to the mass affluent, you know, as a, a lower tier brand, meaning you can't be a Neiman Marcus contractor in your inside perception and then behave like a Walmart contractor in reality. Inside perception has to match outside reality. What you say you are and who you say you are has to match with how the public sees you and, and how you show up. And so I ask contractors this all the time. Are you in brand by default or in by design? Most companies have never thought about their brand. They basically went and put a name on a, on a truck or on a business card or in a yellow page ad back in the day when they went and got started. And that's how they got into business. In many cases, they maybe just got into business with, with a, a white truck or a plain uh, truck with no logos and, and maybe didn't even have business cards. And they're in business by default and not even by design, and then they get into brand by default and not necessarily by design. And then they try and go ahead and reverse engineer and build the landing gear while they're flying the plane. There's nothing wrong with that, and that's obviously what we're gonna to have to ask you to do here in many cases. Because if you haven't thought about what your brand is, your brand has already been decided for you. Now that doesn't mean that you can't, like I say, reverse engineer and, and kind of build the landing gear while you're flying the plane, you certainly can. And there are companies out there that will help you do this. Really good companies that will actually help you brand your whole company from start to finish. And brand, by branding, I don't just mean a logo, because that's not what a brand is. A brand is way much more than that. 
And so a brand by design has to have a brand purpose and a brand strategy. Now, those are two very different things. A brand purpose is why are you in business and a brand strategy is how you go about you know, executing that. And so in future sessions of the Marketing Mastermind 360 educational series, we're gonna explore both brand purpose and brand strategy. But for today, let's just realize and understand that we need to be in brand by design, not by default, and understand that brand is the desired perception in the customer's mind, not how we necessarily want to say that uh, how we show up and who we are, but more importantly, how the customer sees us and who they see us as and what they see us as being and doing and how we operate in their, in their mind, because that's where it matters. If 95% of the uh, purchase decisions are going to take place in the subconscious of the consumer, of the public, then we have to optimize for that, not necessarily optimize for what it is that we want. If you really think about it, we need to begin with the end in mind. We need to begin in the mind of the customer, because as they say, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but so is brand. We talked about brand and what specifically is a brand. And what we learned is a brand is a desired perception, meaning the perception that we want the public or the consumers, both our customers as well as prospects and suspects that we have whose business we have not earned yet, we want that perception that in their mind. We want it to be achieved in their mind. So it's a desired perception in the eye of the beholder, right? It's not what we say about ourselves, but it's more importantly what they say about us and what they think about us. As I said in that session, you don't own your brand. The consumer does, the public does. It's always the desired perception in the, the consumer's mind that we want to achieve, right? Because 95% of the decisions take place in the subconscious of the consumer. And so we want them in their subconscious to see us a certain way. And the way we do that is by establishing a brand purpose. A brand purpose establishes why we are in brand. We talked about being in brand by default or by design. We want to be in brand by design. And so being in brand by design is why are we in brand? So let's go ahead and take a look at the slides. And so brand purpose, okay? Let's take a look at brand versus stand. I like to take a look at being, a, you know, being in stand versus brand. But you understand the word brand, and so we'll play off of that here today. But real, realize it's more important to be in stand today more than it is to be in brand. Because the brand is, uh, the stand, excuse me, is why you exist. And so when you look at this chart that we've got on the screen, is on the left-hand side, we've got a brand, and on the right-hand side, we have a stand, a purpose, a mission. Your millennials and the Gen Zs that are out there today, more so than the Gen Xers like myself, the baby boomers and the silent or greatest generation, which is my parents' generation. I'm not saying it's not important to those generations, but today's younger consumer is more concerned with why you do what you do. It's not just about what you do, it's why you do what you do. So for example, uh, Bombas socks or Tom's shoes. Uh, or Four Ocean, the uh, company that scoops uh, plastic out of the ocean. These are all companies that have a mission beyond what they do, beyond their products, beyond their services, right? So uh, Tom's Shoes, for every pair of shoes that they sell, they donate a pair of shoes. 
Bombas socks, which is a Shark Tank deal done by Damon John. For every pair of socks that they sell, they uh, give away a pair of socks to a homeless shelter because it's apparently the most uh, in-demand and desired item in a homeless shelter. And so you see there uh, brands that have a stand, a purpose, a mission beyond the vocation of what it is that they do. They go beyond the transaction. And so when we talk about having a stand, it's, you know, it's why versus what. It's a point of view versus a point of difference. And as you can see on the screen, the list goes on. So what is the social impact that you're making? beyond what you do. Obviously, we know what you do. You're doing heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical. You're looking to make homes more comfortable, healthy, safe. Yes, but that's all about the transaction and the business and the vocation of what it is that you do. I'm talking about why do you do that? And it can't be you know, to employ people. It can't be to make money, to make a profit. That, that's a result. Those things are going to happen. I'm talking about what is the mission behind what you do, the purpose the cause, if you will, right? And so let's take the idea of brand and turn it into stand, right? Because 87% of consumers believe that brands perform better over time if their purpose goes beyond the goal of profits. And that's why today, more than ever, you see on television and everywhere else, everybody getting behind a cause. You go into certain restaurants and, and buy certain products and their story is actually on the packaging about not only what they do and how they came into existence, but what, what, what are they tied to? What causes and missions are they behind? Patagonia clothing, Disney, uh, for, you know, for example. Uh, those are just a couple, right? So to succeed in the future, brands need to engage people's heads and their hearts. Previously, up in, you know, when I was a business at Cameron and Sons back in the 90s, we really focused on the heads. We, were, we wanted to be engaged and say how we were special, how we were unique, how we were different, how we stood out by the things that we did, by our vocation. Today, that's still important, but that alone won't move the needle as much as why you do what you do and how you touch people's hearts. Because people want to associate with brands and companies that believe what they believe about making a social impact. You see that everywhere in our society nowadays. Right? We need to move from basically product proposition to brand purpose. And so that's what we're talking about here. Is it about making things better or making better things? Making things better is what moves the needle today. You still want to make better things, but making things better is really what's moving the needle. Do you want to make things people want or do you want uh, people to, you want to make people want things? We still want people to want our things, right? To buy our products and services. But it's more, in people, it's more important to make things that people want, right? How we can change lives. It's not only what we do with our vocation, but it's like, I want to buy from John H. Cameron and Sons because they're tied to saving uh, dogs from going to animal shelters. And so not only do I think they're a great company for what it is they do, but I believe what they believe. I don't believe that dogs should be in shelters, right? And, and eventually put down. And so they get behind us because of what we believe, not just what we do. And so you start to understand that purpose is about what you believe, not just what you do. And so I want you to realize that you are, the, as contractors and as owners, you are the hero of my presentation. Okay? You are the purpose of what I want you to, uh, to see today. So what you have to realize is it's hard to know what to do and how to do it without knowing 
why you're doing it, right? Yet it's impossible to know what to, what to do, how to do it, and why you're doing it without knowing who you are and why you exist. Because that's the brand purpose. Why do you exist? Again, it's not the vocation. I'm gonna keep coming back to that, right? So let me ask you this. Does your why, your reason for existing, okay, answer these questions? So what? So what that you're in business? So what that you sell heating and air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, solar? Okay, who cares? Who cares what you do and why you do it? Who should care? You know, not only who does care, but who should care? Why should they care? What's in it for me? W-I-I-F-M, what's in it for me? That's the one radio station that everybody's tuned into, right? And they want to know what's in it for me. You, we tend to talk all about ourselves. Most of your marketing says we, us, our, when you should talk, be talking about uh, I as well. And so you should be saying you and your. The message is wrong because we're talking about us. In most of your marketing, your logo leads the conversation. People read from top to bottom, left to right. If your logo is at the top of a marketing piece, okay, a billboard, a, a direct mail piece, an ad, a postcard, if it's the leading thing that a customer sees and not the headline, which is all about them, then you're answering the wrong question because it's all about you, it's not all about them. They need to see themselves in your headline. Why you, why now? That's what we gotta find out. Are we answering those questions? Because that's what the customer's looking for. Are you speaking to me or are you talking about yourself? Because the customer is the hero in their mind. You are just the guide. You want your customer to be the hero. So I'm gonna ask you to take two actions after this presentation today. I want you to think about your company. Like I said, are you in brand by default or by design? and we wanna be in brand by design. But I want you to determine who you are today. What are you all about? What is your personal mission about, right? And then who do you need and want to be, both as an individual and as a company? Because again, you can reverse engineer this. Just because you've been in business 10, 15, 20 years doesn't mean you have to stay in business by default or in brand by default. You can shift and come in brand by design. And then you can work with somebody to kind of bring that to fruition. It's how we moved from HVAC Solutions, which was my business as a training and coaching and consulting company for 20 years, to in January, we became Flow Odyssey. Why? Because Flow was all about peak performance, personal peak performance, and Odyssey was about a spiritual journey or personal journey to peak performance. We came to the realization that we wanted to work with businesses, not just focusing on the business, but we wanted to focus on the business that was going to uh, drive other people's businesses to have um, healthier lives, uh, better business, healthier lives, better businesses, and happier outcomes. Because it became about the people. After I went through what I went through with my heart attack two years ago, I said it no longer can be about just the business for myself nor do I want to see the contractors that I'm working with live these unhealthy lives, have these unhealthy relationships where they're not taking care of themselves, they're not taking care of their family. And therefore the business also suffers because you're not in the best, uh, you're not showing up at the highest ver as the highest version of yourself. So the business can't grow and scale to the potential that it has because even you are not growing and scaling to the potential that you have. And so that's why we became Flow Odyssey. We went through an exercise where we, we understood what our brand purpose was, what our brand strategy was, and then we focused on our brand voice. And so that's kind of what I'm talking about here today. 
And just FYI, as an aside, the company that we used was a company called Branding for the People, because that's who I was uh, focusing on working with. It wasn't branding for HVAC. It wasn't branding for contractors. It's branding for the people. And so reach out to Ree Perez at Branding for the People. And if you want to go through that exercise, it's a very comprehensive thorough, detailed uh, program that will get you into brand by design and take you out of brand by default. So you can have to realize you cannot be all things to all people. When you realize, when you try to be all things to all people, you may wake up one day and realize that you're nothing to anyone. Because you, you, know, you can't say that you service a 30-mile radius because not everybody within that 30-mile radius of your business is qualified to be your customer. You have to optimize for an avatar of a customer. So you have to get focused on who you are so that you appeal to the right people. As I said uh, a little bit ago, you can't say that you're a Neiman Marcus contractor and then behave like a Walmart contractor. There's a, there's a disconnect there. And, and so those who shop, I mean, you may shop at both Neiman Marcus and Walmart, but you can't get the same things at Neiman Marcus that you can at Walmart and vice versa. And you certainly aren't gonna get the same level of service and you're certainly not gonna pay the same prices from one store to the other. And that's what you have to realize. There's lots of examples of, out there in the, in the landscape, public landscape, for you to take this example from. So, million dollar questions. I always like to say uh, geniuses, um, excuse me, smart, smart people think that they're smart, right? They think they have all the answers or should have all the answers. And geniuses basically ask better questions than more of them. And so we tend to ask big questions, million dollar questions. Realizing that you want to generate more business, you want to get more customers, you want to grow revenue, you want to grow profits. And typically you start thinking with a tactical solution instead of thinking strategically. So I want you to think strategically. Okay, and look at these questions. What would your business look like if every customer that ever tried your service still did business with you? I mean, you'd be a mega business. You'd be huge. You have to understand, why are they not, right? What would my business look like if every customer was a raving fan that gave you great reviews and referred you freely and regularly? Not only if asked, but did so to everybody. That they, they got on the mountain with the megaphone and, and preached your wares. And lastly, who do we have to become in order to make that happen? Because clearly you're not that now. Or number one and two would be questions that would have already been asked and answered and be giving you fulfilling answers that basically says, yes, everybody is still do business, doing business with us and everybody is happily revealing us and freely referring us. And we know that's not happening, not at the clip that we want, right? So in question number three, who do we have to become in order to make that happen? Uh, how do we have to act? How do we have to behave? What are the things we have to do? What are the things we have to start doing, stop doing, and keep doing? What things, um, uh, what would the customer experience be? What would the customer journey be? What extraordinary things could you do that you're not doing? What unprecedented experiences could you deliver that no one in the market's delivering? How would the customer feel as a result of this experience? Those are some robust questions. And these are questions that I invite you to sit down with right away, but also revisit annually. Because again, you can always up your game and add to your game, right? Strategy is about being. Tactics are about doing. And so that's what those questions are about. Who do we have to be? Yes, there are is some things that we can do, but it's a state of being. It's a mindset first, and then it's an action. Okay, we always have the thought, which is the mindset, and then we take an action, and then we get the result. All right, so this is about being. It's not about the doing. The doing comes afterwards.
The level of greatness you attain in life and in business is a direct proportion or a direct result of who you are, not what you do. What you do yields success. Who you are yields greatness. And there's infinite levels of greatness. Success is a destination. There is no destination in greatness. Greatness is, is once I get here, it's okay. It's the next rung on the ladder. Greatness is about the levels. It's about progress, not perfection. We want to get better 1% at a time, 1% every day. You may get better, you know, 5% better at some point. But if you can focus on just leveling up in multiple areas of your life, in multiple areas of your business at 1% a day, you get that exponential impact because it's a compounding effect, right? And it requires that you take a, a step every day, which requires a strategy. So that is basically brand purpose. What I want to focus on in the next session is brand strategy. But for today, we'll leave it there. Until next time. Awesome content right there, as always, from Mr. Drew Cameron. Now listen, if you want more content like this in your inbox every single Monday, all you got to do is go to the form on the right of this video and fill the information out, and you'll get it every single week. That's how it works. Well, that's our show for this week, guys. We'll see you next time. Until then, bye-bye for now.